Hello. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Plastic, Plastic Show. Show. We're your host. I'm Stephanie. And if you can tell, if you're watching, things are looking a little bit different. We are just continuing to grow and working out the kinks and finding things that work and don't work. So I love this because <laughs> it's a work in progress and everybody gets to see us from the very beginning how it looks and all the kinks we have to work out and then i'm oh same it's gonna be so fun to look back same we're gonna have it down so should we go into our business meeting our Our business business meeting meeting. okay so samantha and i put on our business suits the other day we put on a pantsuit Mm -hmm. nope we put on our tailored tailored pantsuit my husband likes to say that's my Hillary outfit. Your Hillary outfit? <laughs> yes. If I could describe my pantsuit. If you could describe your perfect day. So this was the pantsuit I wore. Mine was uh, fuchsia. Oh. <laughs> this color. It's got to be cute. And I had a cigarette pant, closed-toed heels, a fitted blazer, no bra on. Oh. Yeah. Just I'm going to have you dress me. Girl, you should let me dress you. I love that stuff. Yes. Okay. And so anyways, we're going to talk about our business meeting. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. Do you... should. Should we start? Yes. Okay. So, okay. So I called Samantha and I was like kind of nervous. I don't know why I was nervous. Like we talk about like literally butt bleaching, but like. Yeah, really. <laughs> I'm scared to talk to you about like the direction of where this is going. Yeah. So I was telling Samantha, I was like, listen, this is, kind of, I don't why I was so nervous. That is weird it because was, we're so both passionate about this. I know. And I was just so scared because I think it's because I care so much about it. Yeah. And I was so, because this, it's. This is both of our things, so it's not. I don't want to ever feel like I'm steamrolling the situation, so that's never my goal ever. But I was telling Samantha, I was like kind of freaking out just a little bit, and I was like, okay, um, so this is my thinking, and I, I was so happy because you're like, yes. So when we, I was thinking about kind of taking this in the direction of, so Samantha and I, we're obviously we're both moms, right? So we both have kids. We love our kids so much. We care for our kids so much, and I. I would, we would both take bullets for our kids. Right. But also, too, I think that with within society, we are all told that just we, I feel once you have kids, it becomes a death sentence to yeah. who you were, mm-hmm. your past self. I feel like it becomes... You can't have the same personality. Nope. You can't wear the same type of clothes, any clothes that are fun. Nope. 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 The dead, that's dead. Dead. And I feel that it's, I feel I want to take back... I want to make motherhood sexy. Like, I want motherhood to be an accomplishment because we value people who have a million followers on Instagram Mm -hmm. more than someone who created a whole ass life. Right. And I think that we need to start this movement and get people together to kind of feel the same way and encourage people to feel like... It's okay. Exactly. And if you want to wear rhinestones, if you want to have pink hair, if you want to wear hair extensions, and if you want... If you want to get a tattoo, if you want to do... You know, if you want to have a drink on a Saturday night, like, why is that such taboo? Exactly. Why are you just dead and you become a mom and that is all you can be? Exactly. Like, you need to be a colonial woman churning butter in your (laughs) kitchen with an apron. 100%. Like, your life has to be revolve around your kids. Which I'm not, not to say that my life doesn't. Exactly. It revolves around my kids. But there are moments and times where I still want to dress cute i still want to wear period you know thigh high boots sometimes i still want to go out with my girlfriends and have girls nights out i want to go on a little girls weekend trip i can't tell you how many times that i've been judged for little things like that and how when i come back i'm so much of a better mom because of it exactly 
I need that time. I need to fill my own cup too. But you're judged for filling your own cup or having a personality or being, you know, your authentic self still. Exactly. You're judged. Exactly. And, and I, I want, I want us to start bringing people together and I want the world to see that being a mom is a bigger accomplishment than having a hundred thousand followers on Instagram. It's a bigger accomplishment Mm -hmm. than some of the stupid stuff people get celebrated for. Like just because somebody has like a million followers on YouTube, that basically somebody who has a kid there, I feel like it's like the minute you have a kid, you be just become damaged goods. Yes. I'm sorry, but first of all, I'm not a product. I'm not an object. I'm not damaged goods. I created a whole ass foot. Right. And a body. Yes. And an entire like, you know, yes. and I, I and went through all the things that we were talking about earlier. Exactly. Emotionally and yes. physically. Exactly. You know, and mentally you, you go through so much and then it's like, all right, you're dead. Now focus on the kid. And yep. the dad, you know, he can't stay at home and watch the kid while you go away on a weekend. Like he's not capable of that. Oh, the dad can't, you know, he did. What did he go? We went through all this and now we have to change and our lives have to be like, like you said, a colonial woman. Train and he butter. gets to like have Train his butter. career and have his life and not go through any of the pain or, you know, whatever. Exactly. His body doesn't have to change. Exactly. Why does it have to be all the pressure on us? And that's the thing is it's like my biggest pet peeve is when people say, um, oh, my husband's babysitting the kids. No, he's no, not. He's, not. he's a parent. Exactly. He's not babysitting anybody. He's mm-hmm. a baby. He's, t- he's caring for his children yeah. as he should. Or uh, your husband made dinner? Yeah. Wow, yeah, yeah. yeah that, he he's did. capable of it. <laughs> yeah. And that's yeah. another thing is it's like, okay, I'm that's sorry. That's so agitating to me. I'm sorry. That's so agitating. I know. That's. I mean, I'm ready to catch a charge of that one. <laughs> because let me tell you something. It's another thing. Just because you have a husband, right? You're... You guys live each other, live with each other, and you're cohabitating, but you're basically roommates. Okay, how is it that when you have a roommate in college, people are showing each other mutual respect, and if the trash is full, yep. one roommate will take it out the other. You have to show mutual respect with your roommate. You both take care of the house or where you live, the apartment, whatever. Exactly, but then it's like the minute the ink dries on a marriage certificate, you all automatically become some all your servant. responsibility. Yeah, exactly. you're a servant. Yeah, you're a servant. Yeah. So it's like, I, no. And that's Absolutely not, not how it works. And then you scroll through and you see all these people that everyone idolizes with the 100,000 or million followers or whatever. Exactly. And then they're like, get your body tight. Get it right. Get this. Be, eat this. Day. Only only, only feed your kids this. Surround, you know, and then you have the pressure from your family or friends, judgment. Like, you need to be this mom. You can't wear that. You can't do this. And everyone is judging everyone. I, that, I, I can't imagine, like most moms probably are crying themselves to sleep at night. Like it's so unachievable. Absolutely. And it's unfair. Or do it my way. Like, you know, there are tons of generations way before us that are like, this is the way we did it. Like Mm -hmm. it worked. You should do it this way. You should spank your kids. You should do this or whatever way you want. And it's like, can I be a mom? Can I do it? Can I make my own decisions? Am I allowed to like experience this or no? I have to do it all of your ways. Exactly. But it's like in my head, it's like knowledge. We're constantly growing and we're constantly learning. I feel that we need to evolve. Okay. So I feel like everybody's parenting strategy is different. So I'm never going to tell you how to parent. Right. Because your, your parenting strategy is different than my parenting strategy because our kids are different people. They're people. Right. And that's another thing that drives me crazy is people look at kids like they're objects. They are not objects. They're mm-hmm. not stupid. They're very smart. Right. They're, they're sentient, very smart people. Yes. And they have feelings too. One of my biggest pet peeves is when I was a little kid, I had an opinion about something and someone told me 
you can't have an opinion you're a kid you don't yeah. know anything yeah you don't know anything you have you haven't lived life yeah like, shut you down yeah. shut up close your mouth exactly so they're gonna sit here and tell me that i can't have an opinion or my own i can't come up with my own thoughts because i'm a kid i was basically told that my thoughts were only a reflection of my mom's thoughts and i was like what they're their own people too exactly and and i I, what really was like the big eye opener for me is my kid will tell me like all kinds of crazy stuff. And I'm like, where do you hear that? He's like, ah, oh, my brain. And like, everybody's like, don't be your kid's friend. Don't be this. You need to be a parent. It's like, okay, so if I'm going to punish my kid his mm-hmm. entire childhood, the minute he turns 18, how am I supposed to have a relationship with this person? Right. You're not growing with this person and you're not building a bond with this person. You're literally riding their ass until they're 18. And then all of a sudden you're like, why don't you love me? Because dude, you didn't, you didn't nurture a relationship yeah, with me. Yeah, Exactly. You know, and I'm not saying, and I'm we're not saying all, we're all, we're all growing and we're all learning together. Exactly. You know, and like you said, things are changing. You have to change with the times. Exactly. We're growing. In a when I grew thing. up, I didn't have all the social media and all the things. So this is brand new for us. Exactly. So whenever I hear an older generation tell me how to raise my kids, I'm like, it should be the same. Mm-hmm. It's totally different world we live in. Exactly. But, you know, and I think the majority of us are doing the best that we can do. Absolutely. So when you're you're told and judged, you know, this is the way you need to do it or you should be doing this. That's the one pet peeve I have is you should. You should do this. You should do that. It's like, the okay. The thing you should be doing is trusting <laughs> your own instincts and yeah. raising your kids the way you think that you should be doing it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And no, I also don't want you guys, to th- I don't want you to think that like I'm saying that my mom didn't view me as a person or like I'm an object or anything like that. Because my right. mom is amazing. My yeah. mom is such, she's a hardworking woman. She's like the best. I love her. But it's just something that like this, was, I'm getting this from TikTok because I saw it on TikTok and I always thought about, you know, that the whole thing with kids like just basically you're growing up you think these kids are just objects you brush them off to the side you don't talk to them you don't teach them things in my opinion i think that you can be friends with your kids i think that we instead of parenting your kids with like of like an iron fist we should be their teachers right like we are their there has friends, to be a balance but also their teachers yes you know and like parenting should not be like pushing them down and pushing their opinions down and their creativity down and their sense of self down right to make them conform to society standards what i think it should be is us teaching them how to be the best per the best addition to society when they get older yes and i actually had a conversation with my son recently he's nine now so you go through these different stages it's mm-hmm. always different the way you're going to parent like when they're really little when they're toddlers when, as they grow and I have to change as he's growing and I told him like I cannot be with you every second of the day so mm-hmm. my job is to teach you how to respond in situations yes you know so I you know I was like I want to make sure there's an open safe line of communication between us mm-hmm. which you know that is a balance like if you're coming down with an iron fist all the time they're gonna be too scared to talk to you mm-hmm. and I don't want him scared to talk to me but I also want him to know I'm his parent he has to respect me he you know the reason I'm putting in you know I'm disciplining or there's rules are because I want him to be safe and because I want him to learn so I, in a sense you're right like I want to be a teacher a good teacher but if he's in a, a you know a uncomfortable situation or a scary situation I want him to know like okay this doesn't feel right this isn't right oh my mom talked to me about this I need to get out of this situation you know and I want him to be able to come to me and talk to me so you're teaching you're always teaching exactly you're teaching and like I just remember when my son was born people are like don't be his friend 
why? Why can't I be his friend? Why can't he confide in me? Like, right. what if he's having mental issues? Or what if he's having issues? Because, I mean, he's, he's five right now, but he's going to grow up and that's just inevitable. But it's like, what if they have mental issues or something that they don't feel that they can talk to you about because they think that you're just going to come down on them and, like, reprimand right. them? Yeah. What if they're having, <clears throat> like, issues with bullying or, like... I think it's just very important to always at least try in whatever parenting method you have to make sure that your kid feels safe to come talk to you. Exactly. And comfortable, comfortable. Exactly. Because I don't want my son reaching out to somebody who's not me. It's I I want him to feel comfortable enough to be like, Mom, I want I'm having issues I don't know like what's I don't know what a big issue would be that's kind of secret Um, yeah but if he's have like anything that he encounters later in life I want him to feel comfortable enough and not that I'm gonna just ride his ride his ass and judge him exactly and be like you're wrong you know right Yep. And basically push him down and push him aside. Basically, my goal is to keep him out of therapy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He's exactly. going to probably need it anyways. I am yeah, mom, yeah, but you know yeah. what? I, mean? um, I just want to introduce enough trauma to make him funny. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Not too much trauma. Exactly. Just a little song song. Like, a little, not a lot. Yeah, a little edge on him. A little yeah. edge. Give him a little edge. Just sprinkle a little spice. Mm-hmm. We'll be good, you know? Yeah, exactly. These youngs need just a little bit of little spice. A little spice. But yeah. And, and we all have our own traumas and we're all trying to deal with those. I think that's important as a parent too. Yeah, I was talking to another friend about this recently and she's like, if you do not deal with your own stuff, you put that on your kid. Yes. You know, yes. so if you had issues with eating, let's just say a, a, some eating disorder, or you weren't, uh, maybe you were in sports and you didn't feel like you were big enough and you couldn't gain the muscle or the weight. I'm trying to think of something that's not too deep and dark, but then you put that on your kid, like eat more or have the more protein or you're constantly putting this in their head. It's like you need to deal with your own issues before you're putting that on your children. I absolutely agree because I feel like, um, like for example, like mothers of daughters and now I'm not, this isn't pinpointing a specific person because I see it on TikTok all the time. Like girls right. are saying that like, where are you getting your body issues from? And they're like, it's a gift from my mom or something like that. Yes. And I'm like, that is so Obviously, that's a reflection of their mom's insecurity yep. that they're projecting onto their kids. And I think it's so important because I know I have an insecurity with my body issues because probably all of the things that we've been talking about with the social yes. media, all the things I see. So uh-huh. I know I need to work on that. But one big thing in my home is, you know, if I'm eating, if I'm dieting or whatever, I don't even say the word diet. I don't, I say, oh, I'm, I'm choosing, you know, I'm choosing a healthier meal tonight or, you know, I try to never, I never get on the scale in front of my kids. I never, I just don't want that to be something they see, remember, or if my daughter's like, oh, my tummy's so big. Like I ate all my meal. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so good. Like you, you're nourishing your body. And we, Yes. Try to make it more of a positive way yes. of talking. Because, I mean, did you see that? Um, was it? It's Bella Hadid. Oh, Bella Hadid, yes. Yes, and she came out and said, like, when she was 14, her mom made her get a nose job. Like, kept saying, which one's the, no, which one's the supermodel? Well, they're both supermodels, but the blonde one. Uh, that married. Gigi Hadid? Yeah, Gigi. Okay, so it's Bella. Okay, the young. So Bella was like, I was second to her always. She was the blonde one. She was the pretty one. I was the ugly one. And it was like known to her in her house. And then she said when she was 14, her mom just kept picking on her about her nose, her nose, her nose. 
and then got a nose job when she was 14 years old. Which your body isn't even done growing and developing yet. Like no. you should not be getting plastic surgery. And that every day it was talk about food. Every day. And there's all these clips if you pull them up yes. where she was like, you can have one almond. One. One. One almond. Like, and it's constantly, you want to be a supermodel? You can't eat. You can't eat. You can't eat. And I'm like, that is terrible. Like that's But her like, mom putting that on her because yeah. her mom was a supermodel. Yeah. And that's like, it's insane to me. That's, and that's the thing is it's like, it's okay. It's abuse. I frankly, I think so too, because think about like, yeah, we look at them and we're like, oh my God, they're so pretty. But what's going on behind the scenes, yeah. dude? Because we don't know them. We Do don't you remember know- when Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen said that too? What? That they went in and they were like constantly told, like, you need to lose more. You need to lose more. And then one of them became anorexic. I mean, a serious I mean, mental disorder. Like waif thin. They yes, were like- so frail, wouldn't eat. And it's not good. No. But that's the body that they put out there to people is like, this is the perfect body. This is what you should look like. And they're having one almond. Like, no. How do you, and that's the thing too, is it's like when you're eating like that, when you're not eating, you're starving your brain. Yeah. And eventually, like when you're young, yeah, you can get away with it a little bit. But when you're older, like, dude, your brain is, it needs to grow. Mm-hmm. It needs to grow because yeah. it needs, and and I know everybody's like so afraid of carbs, but it's like, dude, we need carbs because it's what's going to give our body the energy it needs to to, to go yes. through the day and make it do what we need it to do. But um, there's a difference between – there's two kinds of carbs. Yeah. You know? There's like sugary carbs that maybe you shouldn't be eating that at 1 As o'clock much. in the morning. Yeah. Where it's like you have yeah. more complex carbs like sweet potatoes or something like that. And where- your gut is – directly correlated to your brain exactly Health, and so, so we're all you know I, I don't even know what our generation is going to be dealing with when we get older like all, all of us are just going to be like i don't know ate up or something because of all this like let's not eat carbs which i mean whatever it's it is if you don't want to eat a carb knock yourself out i don't care but it's not i'm eating carbs exactly but it's also like i think the most important thing is like educating your kids yes. and yourself about healthy eating habits now if you have like food trauma from a kid, like things like food insecurities, which is like, you know, growing up without food or, you know, eating disorder, insecurities, things like that, that's something that I think that you should be aware of, but also try try your best to keep it away from your kids. Exactly. Now, it's something yeah. to make your kids aware of. Because make- look what they're going to be going through right now. Like, exactly. Our, we were just saying like social media and all these things we didn't have growing up. And we still have trauma. But now they're seeing they're going to be. No matter how much we try to mm-hmm. monitor it and all that. It's just out there. Exactly. I mean I saw TikToks where girls were literally pushing the bottom parts of their rib cages in. So they would have I that can't. like hourglass figure and i'm like this is what people are teaching them yeah it's like this is what our children are being taught right now and it's as i think it's so important to keep us from having these unhealthy lifestyles and also to projecting our trauma onto our kids by i i think it's good to address your trauma and i think it's the best i the best to steer your trauma from your kids but yeah. i also think it's good to make kids aware of what's going on exactly and we're not teaching our kids that exactly you know that that's the only way to look pretty and blah 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 my kids see me 99% of the time with no makeup yep. not one even ounce of makeup on my hair in a bun yep. and and i still will put on some cute jeans sometimes and that's just okay and that's pretty exactly you know and i think that this also goes back to this whole thing that we should not have to lose ourself and our identity because we have children. 
Right. We should not. And now I'm not saying that we need to be selfish and like all self-centered. But I do think that if you have interest in pop culture and you have interest in things that would be like viewed as like immature or juvenile, like who cares? Like it's who I am. I'm going to put rhinestones all over my face until I'm Why 90. does it bother people so much? I have no idea. It's so weird. It is so weird to me. It's like, what do you care? Exactly. And, and like... I, ugh, I shouldn't say the specifics of this, but I do, I know somebody who told another person, um, I know these people and I'm not going to say how I know them, but, uh, one of them said one of, they're both mothers and one is, she's just a little older and the younger one was like, well, you dress like you're 20. Who cares? She looks like she's 21. She looks better than me. And I'm exactly. Like, what does it matter? Exactly. Why does it matter? If it feels good to put on a pair of little skinny jeans, yes, and some stilettos, and a tube top, and get a tan, and get guarantee when I'm fifty, I'm I'm doing this. Yes, that's just me. But but that's what makes you feel good. It's, it makes me know, feel good. It's it literally is what makes it's. it's and like, I have there's a balance to me. Exactly. You know I I that's just who I am. I don't I'm not Dolly Parton. I don't walk around all day like that. In wigless. I, I mean I just that's just not me. But. I do love a bun in my hair and, you know, yoga pants. That's the majority of the time me. But I still like to get dressed up and get my heels on and Period. put full glam on. And Period. I don't want to be judged for it. Yeah. There's a balance. Exactly. I want to feel good and feel sexy still, even if I'm a mom. Exactly. And there's nothing wrong with that. And I think that it's like you, if you want to go push a stroller in some stilettos, girl, you better go off. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. And it's, and if you want to, I just don't, I think it's more important that we don't lose our former selves. Right. And the aspect, our mental, mentally lose ourselves, our former selves. And you know what? It's okay to also sit on the couch and watch TV. Mm-hmm. Just sit there and do nothing. Yeah. You know what? While your kids are at the mom's day out or the daycare or don't feel guilty. Like there's so much guilt around it. Like I've got to oh do all God. these things all day, mm-hmm. you know. If my kids and everyone's like, "What did you do?" Exactly. I remember that. Like when my kids would go to mom say, "Well, oh, well, now you're just like, what did you? What did you do? Oh, you had all this free time." It's like, are you crazy? And you're just constantly judged. But like I, you know what? I watched TV today. Exactly. I, I need a okay, mental so break. As a mom, right? Your kids are your job. So say you have your kids for four hours in the morning and six hours at night. Okay. That is a 10-hour workday. Yeah. Say so you take your kids to mom's day out for four hours. Yeah. Okay, so let's reverse. Remember this. the drive there and the drive back too. Yes. So say you, your kids are at mom's day out for like, what, four hours? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's flip the script. Combine your workday from you have a 10-hour workday, four hours off at, at night, and then go to sleep at night. Mm-hmm. That's no different than people who say that they have a like you have a nine to five job that you have to go into a business and do. Mm-hmm. What's the difference between them waking up, going to work, working ten hours, then coming home and sitting on their couch for four hours before they go to bed? There, there's no judgment for that. But for mm-hmm. moms that stay home, yep, or you know have a little bit of childcare for their kid, yep, a massive judgment. Yep, it's like it's like oh, and you better get that uh, dinner ready. Oh, and you better take out the trash. Period. Yep. Yeah. Are your floors cleaned and mopped? Is there crumbs on your countertop? Yeah, exactly. Why? Why did you? Why do you have like five hairs on your armpit? And by the way, we're probably going to bed at like twelve thirty-one. Yeah, and getting less sleep than everyone else. Yep. But your kid goes to mom's day out, so you should be really refreshed. I actually had somebody call because, by the way, I w- I've been a stay-at-home mom for like nine years, mm-hmm. and 
at one point I had somebody call me when my kids were both home and say, you don't do anything. Can you call and make a doctor's appointment for me? This wasn't my immediate family member. Was it a friend? It was a family member, but not like somebody super close, like in my Not in your, what is it called? Family. Your, uh, oh, I can't think of the word. And I was like, are you kidding me? Are you actually kidding me? Because it's not, because what is it called that it's your family? It's like you, your husband, your two kids. It's yeah, that's your, your immediate, like. Family. Yeah, your direct, and I forget what they call it. They call it like a, I don't know. Yeah. Static family. I don't know what it is. I know what you're saying though. But so it's, it's like, like within that are, direct circle. Are you kidding me? And people that just don't know, don't know. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying, you know, we both have always, there's always been something that I'm doing on the side. Mm-hmm. There's, I just have this like hustle in me. I, and that's part of me and my, I want that. Like yeah. I want to work or I want to make money or I want to do something. Yeah. I also wanted to be at home with my kids and I was blessed enough to do that. Yeah. But there was an immense amount of, like I always felt like I had to be busy or I was looked down upon. Yeah. It was like you're not doing enough. Yeah. You know, like, oh, you get to stay home. So, you know, you better be doing this or you better be doing that. I yes. felt like all this crazy pressure on me. Yeah. And if there were days where I just wanted to sit at home, I remember having phone calls like, what did you do today? You didn't do anything today or like people making comments about it. And it, it hurt me. It made me feel bad. It's like, what do you mean I did nothing? Like I, so right now this seems like very calm and like put together. But like, I swear every time I talk to you, it's like, you're like, okay, girl, we have like five minutes because I got to go get um, this one dressed. But then I have the other one who is um, We have like seven days of sports. Yeah. Seven days. I don't have a day off. Yeah. Ever. And I mean, I honestly like, there are times where I love watching shows and I'm like, I can't, I can't do it. Because I don't have the time. But you're so, so judged all the time. And I, I I hate it. I'm like, moms don't deserve this. They do not deserve this. Stay-at-home moms, it's the hardest job in the world. It's one of and – I, and I also think working moms, like there's another side to it where it's extremely hard. And you only get to see your kids for a little bit of time at night. And you're exhausted from working all day. And then you want to spend time with them, you know? And that's hard, too. Yes. But it's like, stop judging. Exactly. Either way. Or people who decide to, like, outsource, like, help at the home. Because it's like, some some women are just literally career-driven and period. But, like, if you have a maid... No, that does not mean you're like some kind of made woman. It's no, dude. It's like can I, that is so true. You are not like I have a friend who posted on our uh, neighborhood website and was like, "I'm looking for somebody like a couple days a week to help clean and to help meal prep." And she is, you know, full time works. Her husband full time works. They have three kids, and somebody had the audacity to comment on there and was like, "Meal prep, really?" Yeah. 100 percent did she stutter because if she did you would have heard her twice and <laughs> can you believe that <laughs> yes. like somebody is reaching out like i and saying like i need help yeah. i need help i have the funds to do it and somebody had the nerve to comment on there and say that like that to me is exactly what i'm against and what i'm talking about yes because and I cannot believe it. But to me, in my head, I'm like, okay, so she's asking for someone to come And over. she was doing it all. She was doing it all and she was drowning. Exactly. And she finally was like, you know what? I need help. Exactly. And how do you do – and that's the thing is it's like you can't give 100% of yourself to every to 50 different things in your life because at the end of the day, we're going to come right back to where we are right now, full circle, to you're so drained 
emotionally and physically that you can't even give anything to yourself. You lose yourself 100%. Exactly. Like how do people expect us to give so much of ourselves and then be expected to care for ourselves and be this mental pillar of strength? Because that's another thing is I feel that women... I'm going to, oh, I'm so mad. I feel like women, when we have issues that stem to like mental, anything mental, we're viewed as crazy. Yeah, weak. weak. You're weak. You're weak. You're just like, get your life together. Yeah. You're a bored stay at home like mom. No, dude, they're not bored stay at home moms. It's because they're actually addressing their mental issues. But because when people bring it up, we're looked at as, like you said, weak and mm-hmm. we're bored stay-at-home moms or something like that. Yeah. And which is absolutely not the case. But like you're supposed to be caring for your how each one of your kids and your husband and the house and animals and everything. 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 The but schedules. Exactly. Making sure the kids get the homework done. Every little tiny detail. Like this week the kids have school pictures. You know, who does that? Who fills out the it's every little thing and then eventually you you break down Mm -hmm. it will catch up with you and it did me I've never really like publicly talked about it but I wish at that time there was more you know there were more moms out there at least that I could relate to or and there were a couple that came Mm -hmm. out and said it's okay like I've gone through this and I did seek help and that saved my life Exactly. You know, and so I wish there were, you know, that was more spoken and talked about that it is okay and you're not weak. It's, mm-hmm. you're not weak at all. It's bound to happen. Exactly. And even if I, and then I guess, wow, this is going to get deep, but I do feel like if you feel brave enough to come out about any of your mental struggles that you have, that if even a big or small, and when I say small, I mean, you just don't feel like yourself, you know? Right. And of course, we know the extreme, and I'm, I don't want to say it, but there is, then of course, there's that big scale of the extreme side where you're, it's And then they extreme. say, reach out. They say, reach, reach out, out, talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. And then you're shamed for, you feel so much shame. Yeah. Because of the stigma. Exactly. You know, and so you're scared to reach out. Or you're like, I, as a mom especially, and I know this is for men too, but I'm speaking, you know, my truth. It's like, yeah. you feel so weak and you feel like a letdown you're gonna let down your family because you're carrying it all on your shoulders yes. so you're like if I break everything breaks I can't speak out I can't go ask somebody for help like I can't I have to keep carrying on all the things exactly and and I feel it's it takes more bravery to to recognize issues from the start than letting them snowball into something that is just out of control which right. can lead to addiction and it can lead yeah. to like to our girl our homegirl Jessica Simpson we love her but it's like I, I mean we I can't yeah. I don't know her and I can't of course speak on her mental health but it's also kind of like okay well what if she recognized these struggles but she's like oh I'm not crazy quotes crazy yeah that I need to seek help and it snowballed into something like an addiction or something where you're so depressed I've had friends, and I remember this growing up. Did you ever have those friends that you go to their house and their mom was always sleeping? Yes. Bro, they were depressed. Yes. No, and and that's the other thing. It's like I think a huge portion of people that become addicted are have mental health issues behind it. Exactly. And they supplement or they try to uh, heal that mental – they don't know what's going on. Exactly. But then they take something and they feel better, and then it becomes a spiral out of control thing. Exactly. And, I mean, that's how my mom died. So, I mean, I I am speaking only on this because I've been from a young child Mm -hmm. to now I've been in and out of rehabs with my family members. So I know a lot about addiction and 
it's true. Yeah. They don't even, sometimes they don't even realize it, but they cope with their mental health issues through it, through other things like pills and Mm -hmm. drugs and, you know. Which think about how, if if the stigma wasn't there, think about if your mom, because I'm, and I know I also don't want to be a mom, so I can't say that, but so say your mom, theoretically, were to have recognized that something just didn't feel right. Yeah. When, but she's like, mm, it's not that out of control. You know, if something doesn't feel right, seek help. Yes. Because, again, society, because I, I don't know your mom and I can't, like, speak. But I do know that society stigma is, like, don't seek help until it's too late. Right. And I feel like it is so brave for people who they realize that something just doesn't seem right to seek the help they need. Yes. Before it can get out of control. And by the way... Going to seek a counselor or nothing wrong with it's, that. or therapy nothing is wrong. just you should do it when you don't feel bad. I feel yeah. like you go to the gym, you work out your muscles, mm-hmm. you you know eat healthier foods to feel better. You know why not go to a therapist and have somebody to talk to? Exactly. Or it's like if we're sick, like we go to the doctor mm-hmm. if we you know break our arm. Or get a boo boo. That's okay though. If you break your leg and you get, get uncontrollable a uncontrollable poison, I <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you break your leg and you get a, a cast on your leg, yeah. that's acceptable by society. But if you something's wrong with your brain or you have a chemical imbalance and you get on medication, it's still like, oh, what's wrong? She's crazy. Exactly. And that's another thing is that I don't think people think about this. Is something that this is taking a lot of hours of me stewing. But my okay. So when you have a kid, I don't I don't know if you remember this after you had. Um, Scarlet, like, is the youngest, or even if, with Colton, but, um, oh shoot, I'll blur their names. I'll bl- I'll no, leave their names. I say their names too. Oh, okay, so like your hormones get so out of balance, and I don't know if you remember after having them, like after bringing them home, like a couple days, you'd wake up, like, would you ever get really sweaty? Yes. Okay, so what happens is like you have a person, and your body is building hormones to sustain this pregnancy, basically keep this kid in your body. Then all of a sudden, the kid's out, right? And mm-hmm. you have all these hormones, and your body needs to flush it. But sometimes this is now, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a psychiatrist or anything like that, but this is just what my, my, in my head is thinking is I think that sometimes things just get a little bit like tilted a different way and your hormones get a little different. Absolutely. That's normal. Yes. But it's because. And your organs are all moving around and your body just grew a child inside of it a human and and in my head i'm like okay so you just created a whole ass human yeah but we're just supposed and what your body was just blowing hormones like yes miles an hour and we're just expected to overnight go away it your body is sucking everything and draining everything from you to provide for the child the child is gone your body's going through so much and everybody's focused on the child too by the way when they come out and then you're just left like with a torn up coochie looking at kylie jenner like should i gotta get the snap back exactly. like what exactly are you kidding me no no i will say i didn't have i had they just got all benny hot on my ass and chopped me up <laughs> they said uh they said uh and just got my, you know they got all benny hot on me like, what do you mean? You had a C-section? Yeah, girl. Me too, me too. I had a C-section. <laughs> oh, you did? They got old Betty Hunt on your ass. Listen, I couldn't even walk. I couldn't even walk. That was I terrible. Know. Oh, my God. But, but even then, it's like, okay, so we have these kids out of us all of a sudden. And we're like... How scary is that, by the way? Uh, Just birth is so scary. They literally pull your organs out and be like... I don't know if they do that anymore, though. Because I watched a Play-Doh C-section once. <laughs> He was teaching. They do. They do do it. Do they flop them off to the side? They just pull it out and put it on the side and 
Yes. Wibble wobble your, yes. your organs. Either way, no matter what that baby come out of you is scary. Cause I don't, so I don't know how yours went, but I remember when I had mine, I was laying there strapped to the table and I knew what was about to happen. Cause I've watched videos on C-sections and I don't know if there are C-sections from the eighties because who knows, but <laughs> my husband comes sit down by my head. I said, boy, you start telling me a story. You, I don't care if you read me the Goldilocks and the three bears. You tell me a story. Sing the ABCs. I don't give a damn. That it's is so scary. They have me. your arms strapped down. Right. And I was like, tell me, tell this me is terrifying. It is so terrifying. Exactly. And you know what my husband's story was when I was getting all chopped up? You know the Giants play the Cowboys this weekend. Boy! (laughs) Whatever. I think I was like, listen, you want to start a sports fight with me? That is absolutely fine because it's going to be so distracting about what's going on behind that curtain. I know. It's so scary. And then imagine, so I was a young mom. I got pregnant at 24. Mm -hmm. And I didn't have any friends that were having kids at that age. Yeah. I remember going through the – like just being terrified all the time and I think a lot of anxiety built up around that I didn't have other moms to talk to or is this normal or is that normal it was just like parents you know or grandparents or whatever and it was just scary and the biggest thing I remember feeling was alone I felt so alone all the time and then I did feel all that judgment and feeling like I had to be busy and it was not good just feeling so alone and I didn't start feeling better or back to myself more until I I had mom friends yeah because then I felt like okay I'm not alone or I would look over and see okay their kids crying like did I care no so they probably don't care either Samantha like you're worrying so much about your kid crying and that's normal exactly you know but it was I would I would I'd completely be like a ball of anxiety if my son started crying when he was like one years old somewhere out in public oh and it's like are you we had there's all this pressure and I just felt so lonely Mm -hmm. and I remember that and any mom that's out there just reach out to us if you feel lonely exactly because that's kind of the goal in this I thought I paused my mic but the goal in this is it's like I want the plastics to be this this group of girls like this group of moms and parents and people that it's just because you are a parent does not mean that your life is over it does not mean that you have to lose the essence of you I feel that I want to basically band together a group of us and start a movement of just like of people. It's like if people are going to judge us, if there's going to be Karens out there, I mean, who like let's let's embarrass them. Yeah, let's band together and and protect each other. Because in the Valley of the Blind, the one one eyed man is king. Okay, because you know what I'm saying? Because it's like I feel that it's if. I just if even if one person listens to this podcast today and they're like, oh, my God, I can relate to that. Oh, my God, there is nothing wrong with me more. That's another thing I heard is people said, oh, there's a lot that goes into parenthood because you mourn your former self. Why do you even have to lose your former self? You mourn your former former life. Okay, maybe having kids is actually going to make you be a better person right instead of looking. It's an upgrade. Exactly. Because I look at it like this. Okay, my kid. Like at first, I remember I had him, and nobody ever explains to me. But I was terrible with time management. I was terrible with planning. I was also like I was so self-centered. All I ever, all my goals wrapped around was how wasted I could get on a Saturday. Now I'm not judging because you know your girl likes to drink a couple beers and yeah, you yeah, know, do whatever. But 
it's like in the past my whole life just revolved around how skinny can I be that week so that on the weekend I can just black out (laughs) yeah and that's how is that healthy yeah that is and eventually it did catch up to me mentally but then having my son uh helped me with my time management he helped me with that whole aspect of like I can still have fun but I'm not like doing the extreme because now you have a responsibility exactly so there is a fine line when we say don't lose yourself and go out da 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 we're still moms like we still have a balance we're just saying don't overload yourself in your mind and your brain and wrap your whole entire life around just being a mom like you can still be yourself and it could be an upgrade exactly you can still dress cute and have those days and moments and things but you have responsibility so now you're like hey it's an upgrade because now i know i got to get my my life together Mm -hmm. and i'm still gonna be you know a good mom but that like it's an upgrade it's literally like the extension pack of whatever video game or whatever because it's like i'm still gonna wear thigh high bitch i will wear a t not you the just bitches explanation <laughs> but it's like i would gladly wear a t-shirt dress and thigh high boots and yes. take my kid to daycare i will wear a ball gown yeah off a daycare on time can when you is, take a picture of that and post it for you know should i yeah because right. i my kids daycare teachers are like the best and i've told them i will show up in an evening gown and they're like <laughs> do it do it okay but that's the thing is it's i feel that they're kind of like the kids are like the extension pack. And I think what's really good, and I think if you're listening to this, you got this far into it, I think everybody's homework should be, don't think about what your kids have taken from your life. Think about what they've done to improve your life. Yeah. Think about what they have done to change you as a person to send you to that next level. Like, I always feel like kind of what you're saying is, I, I feel like they gave me purpose. Yes. You know, yeah. I have more of a purpose because I was doing the same things. Like, but... Who isn't? I was living my best life, like whatever. Yeah. But now I still want to live my best life, but I have more of a purpose. You got that upgrade. I got that upgrade. You got that iOS 10. Yes. <laughs> and I do want to say we go through stages and phases. Mm-hmm. Like my life today is a lot different than when my kids were two and three and four years old. You know, you go yeah. through different stages. And as a mom, as yourself, you grow and things change so exactly but i think that i think if and it's not forever no i remember thinking like i was in the thick of it when they're you know toddlers into the thick of it into the thick of it (laughs) whipped coffee (laughs) into the thick of it but Um, you're in there and then you're crying like it's never gonna end but then it changes exactly you know and now i'm into this like i said you know sports are seven days a week or whatever but that is the stage I'm in right now and you just got to enjoy it and live it period roll with it but also too I think that we also need to kind of end the stigma is being being a successful person and a a successful mom and parent is doing it all alone no no and let me tell you something and this is something I've had to learn with my husband I love my husband very much but he can't read my mind right he literally can't and like I guess like I'm the kind of person I'm more I can pick up on people's like energy like if we were together and I could tell that you needed help I would be like what can I do to help some people just are not like that like my husband just he's a very like black and white person I feel like there's just some people that are not as empathetic people they don't have like that gift to fill Mm -hmm. so they just don't know when things are off yeah and that's why I'm saying it's as a per as a person as a parent or as a mom or whatever do not be afraid to ask for help because you're not wrong. You're literally not wrong for asking yeah. for help. If you have That's to, the tribe we want to build. Exactly. Is the tribe that doesn't judge you when exactly. you come out and you do ask for help. Exactly. Because we know we all need it. 
because if I genuinely feel we all need to be living our most authentic selves as long as you aren't in danger your kids aren't in danger now I'm not saying take your kid to Astro World with freaking Travis Scott and all that crap <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't really condone all that because yeah. I'm not trying to put my kid in danger but if right. nobody is in any sense of danger if you want to wear rhinestones and you want to wear a wig every day like a Dolly Parton just yes Yes. You want to dress and drag every day? Who cares? If you, because at the end of the day, if your kids are being cared for, then nobody should judge you for who you are as a person. Right. Doing things you enjoy. Exactly. Because we are not colonial women in the kitchen churning butter. No. Motherhood isn't this soft. Motherhood is psychotic. It's gritty. It's messy. It's crying. It's a melting pot of all the things. Exactly. But then also too, if you are the kind of person that you are gonna wear a ball gown baby you better wear that ball gown rocket take your kid to daycare if like i guess like we you need to be who you are right and still be a mom mm-hmm. yo she just got real deep i know our whole we thing got, was like, like really deep, deep today this time. is it because we turned the lights off i think so okay we're like moody i think but it's okay because you know what that's what life is like it's not always like ups and downs yeah peaches and cream okay so next week next week we're gonna bring uh, the action we're bringing the action because we'll focus more on that yeah because it's this isn't i guess i just wanted our mission statement to kind of be out that you are you can still be a parent i would love to have a a bunch of like-minded people come together but this isn't like a a mom podcast this is not like us teaching you how to like turn your breast milk into a, a diamond pendant like I'm going to leave Never. that to the pros. I'd rather sit around and talk about aliens and like yeah, fucking random stuff. We're going to talk about all kinds of things. but Yeah, but I guess it's more of just like bringing like-minded people together and just like whooping the, whooping the yeah, Judge Judy's asses. Like, I guess in my head too, it's like giving you a mental break. Yes. Like if you want to come here and laugh, you want to come here and talk about aliens, you want to come here and talk about Hell you know yeah. being a mom and not being judged, Hell like yeah. all of those things, that's what we want, a mental break. I'm not here to teach you – how to like, be you know, parent. yeah, be a parent or make yes, certain you, things 100%. or be like, you need to be this way or you need to be this religion or you need to make your kids food or I'm not doing that. That's oh, not what we're here to do. This is to be, this is a break time. This exactly. is break Exactly. This is a time for you to unplug, unplug your brain. Yes. Take it, take it down a notch and just let's have just some mind numbing therapy turn us on when you're cleaning turn us on on a long drive yes you know if you need that mind-numbing background noise that's us yeah that's us and maybe maybe you don't need a pen and paper to listen to us no do not this is not an attentive learn cast this is a take your mind off a life cast right because period yes Yes. so okay girl we've been going for two hours (laughs) okay all right we got some content i think so too so you gotta be traveling next week or whatever. I know. We'll have some stuff to post. Okay. So okay. let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. So thank you for joining us today. Yes. For the Plastics Podcast. And look forward to our weekly meetings. Party. Yes. And please just like and share and follow us and help build us up. We are appreciative of everyone that is doing that already. Period. And if you want to join the plastics, let's head on over to our social media. You can go to Instagram.com and find us at the plastics show on the Instagrams.